What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Casual Big Ten Podcast. We are back with another basketball update. Lots of stuff that just took place over the weekend. We're going to look ahead to a couple of games that are taking place this week. And we're going to talk about a few bets that you may win or you may not win if you decide to follow along with me and bet like I'm going to tonight. Um, But all that coming up in just a second. I did want to formally apologize for yesterday's football episode. The microphone that I had, (laughs) the microphone I bought, no one really cares. I don't know why I'm even talking about this, but I'm going to just say it. It was a really cheap microphone I got off Amazon and... I had it way too close to my mouth, so it sounded horrible yesterday. I reached out to a couple people in my neighborhood who I thought might have microphones, and they both did. So I'm borrowing one right now, and then the other guy that I reached out to said that I could have one of his microphones, a really nice one, just said I could have it, which was super nice. So I'll have that one next week, but until then, I have this one, which I did a couple practice recordings that sounded pretty good, so I'm excited about that. Hopefully, you guys are enjoying the sound a little bit better today, definitely more than you did yesterday, but we're here to talk about hoops, guys. Let's talk about what's going on in the basketball world, and I want to start with the big game that took place on Friday. It was Michigan State. It was Gonzaga. It was the Armed Forces Classic, was it called? forgot what it was called already. Um... That part doesn't matter as much to me, even though I do support the troops. Um, The basketball is what I was there for, though, and I thought that Michigan State played phenomenally. They looked really good. My favorite part of the game was definitely that Tom Izzo is in midseason form. He was beat red, screaming at the officials every chance he could get, and I just love it. When he's screaming at the officials, you know basketball's back, baby. So I was excited to see Izzo. Um, I was excited to see what Michigan State had, and they have some things. Maddie Sizoko. Am I saying that right? I'm not sure. Um, he looked really good. I thought that Michigan State's entire interior defense did a really good job against uh, Timmy in that game and against the other bigs that Gonzaga had, especially in the first half. What happened, though, as the game went on, this is the game I watched the most, so I have the most to say about it. As the game went on, though, Michigan State players were starting to get in foul trouble, and Timmy kind of took over at the end, and they ended up winning by one. Michigan State had a chance at the end um, to win the game, and they had a play set up. They got a three off, which is, you at least they got a shot off, because I hate when they're at the end of the game, and they don't even get the shot off, and they don't even give themselves a chance to win at all. Um, But they put the ball in Tyson Walker's hand, and he came off of a—I think he came off of a screen. Whatever he did, he kind of slipped on the floor a little bit, and it looked like it messed up the play there at the end. So they didn't get a really good look. It was a fadeaway three, and Gonzaga escapes. I'm definitely going to say escapes as 12-point favorites um, with a 64-63 victory over Michigan State. I thought Hogart looked good. I was disappointed that uh, Hauser, who did start for them, got in foul trouble early and often. So he didn't even get to play that many minutes. He only played 19 minutes in the game. That's lower than he's going to usually play. Put a lot of pressure on some of the backup guys. Um, but it was awesome. This game was amazing. It was. It started out and like the sun was setting and it was on the boat. It was on the aircraft. I shouldn't even call it a boat. It's an aircraft carrier. And the weather was really good. It was a perfect time of day. It's Friday night at 5.30. I cracked a couple beers right before it tipped off. 
and it was just an awesome game to watch. Just everything about it was so fun. Um, the only thing that was really a bummer about it is everyone was missing shots. I don't know if it was the wind or if it was because they're on an aircraft carrier or if it was because it's just the second game of the year. I'm not sure. Or maybe they're both really bad shooting teams. I don't know. But it seemed like they were missing a ton of shots, a ton of shots for what you'd expect from um, Gonzaga and even Michigan State. Um, but the game was awesome. I had a blast watching it. I was bummed that Michigan State didn't pull out the victory. Of course, I'm pulling for the Big Ten against Gonzaga. I love watching Gonzaga lose, so I was really hoping that that shot would fall at the end, but it didn't, and that's okay because Michigan State's going to have some more chances in other big games tonight and going forward the next couple of games. Um, some games that I didn't watch as closely, Purdue, they uh, beat Austin P by 20, let me do the math in my head, 19. Um, so they stay undefeated. I think Purdue looks okay. I watched a couple minutes of this game, um, and they look fine. They haven't played anybody big yet. Next time they play somebody like an actual, like, really good basketball team, I'm going to tune in closely because I've been talking so much about Purdue and how well I think that they're going to do this year. Um, I do know that Zach Eady, I looked at a stat today, I think he's either third or fourth in the country in points average right now. He had 30 in this game. Um, so he's doing really good. I have him as my player of the year, so he's off to a hot start. I know it's only two games and they haven't played anybody, but he's off to a hot start, and that's what you want to see if you're a Purdue fan um, going forward and, and at the beginning of the year here. Minnesota, on Friday, they have two games that I'm going to talk about, but on Friday they uh, beat St. Francis, New York. I know nothing about them. I watched a bit of this game. I got a lot of, I, not a lot, but I got some kickback because of how far I put Minnesota up in the standings um, for my prediction in the preseason. I still think they're going to be fine. They're missing Jamison Battle. He was their leading scorer last year. And if you're missing your leading scorer, you're going to struggle a little bit at the beginning of the season. I think he's supposed to be back in either one or two more games. Based on what someone told me on Twitter, that's what I'm going off. I didn't do any research for it. You know that didn't happen. Um, but Minnesota wins 72-54 to on Friday night. Wisconsin won by 10 against Stanford. I thought Stanford was going to beat them when I, was, when I first flipped the game on. It looked like Stanford was going to give them trouble, but Wisconsin does what Wisconsin does. They grinded it out, and uh, they got a 60-50 to low-scoring game. Super low-scoring game. 110 total. 60 to 50 against Stanford. Um, so Wisconsin stayed undefeated. And then uh, Iowa is looking better than I thought they were going to look. They've been scoring a ton of points. They uh, beat North Carolina A&T 112 to 71. I'm surprised they gave up that many points. But I guess they were kind of running. I mean, they scored 112. So the other team's going to get a lot of possessions in that game. Um, also on Friday night, a lot of games on Friday night. You have Northwestern against Northern Illinois. They were struggling a little bit at the beginning. Northwestern doesn't have a lot. I talked about that a couple weeks ago, but they don't have a ton that you can hang your hat on and say, these guys are definitely going to get theirs, and we're going to blow some teams out. Northern Illinois from the MAC, not a great team. I don't think they lost their first game. Let's, let's click on it. Let's click on it. We ain't, we ain't doing nothing else right now. Got a couple hours until these games uh, tip off tonight. Northern Illinois... Now they're one and two, so they beat somebody finally. But their first game, who'd they play their first game? Illinois Springfield. They were all over Illinois. Then they went to Purdue Northwestern. That's where they got their win. Huh. Or I guess it was at home. Um, so 
I don't know why I'm diving deep on Northern Illinois right now, but the Huskies are one and two now. That's your Big Ten update. Um, but yeah, uh, Penn State beats them. Did I just say Penn State? Is that who I was talking about? I meant Northwestern. Northwestern beats them 63-46. to I didn't watch that game. I'm not even going to lie. I kept track of the scores. There's a billion games going on on Friday night. I couldn't watch them all at the same time. I did watch this one, though, Michigan and Eastern Michigan. Um, I think the spread was 15. And the reason why this game I kind of had circled a little bit was because Amani Bates I talked about last week. Uh, he just transferred from Memphis. He's from the Eastern Michigan area. So that's kind of, he went home to go play for his like hometown team. He looked awesome. Actually, Eastern Michigan in general, talking about Mac schools, they looked pretty good. Or did Michigan just look really bad? This game was close from the start to the finish. I think, yeah, Michigan was losing at halftime. They were down by three at halftime. I kept watching thinking, you know, Michigan's just going to pull away. And there's no way that Eastern's going to be able to keep scoring points at the clip that they're scoring. But they did. They played really good. Uh, 88 to 83 was the final score. Michigan did pull out the victory. Amani Bates had 30 and was trending on Twitter. And that's fine because he should be. He had a great game. He was playing awesome. Um, and he's playing for Eastern Michigan and he had Michigan on the ropes. So he should be he should be trending on Twitter. I have no problem with that. But what I didn't find on Twitter, though, was anybody talking about Hunter Dickinson, who had 31, so he outscored Imani Bates, and was absolutely dominant. That It felt like they could have went to Hunter Dickinson at any point and, uh, and scored. They didn't every single time. But um, this was a fun, another fun game to watch. It was awesome because it was like Michigan State and Gonzaga. And then uh, there was that Purdue game that I was looking at just a little bit. Um, I was keeping eyes on Iowa, even though they were blowing them out in Minnesota. I didn't really watch Wisconsin. But then after all that was over, it was like, okay, we got Michigan, Eastern Michigan. Uh, this is going to be a blowout probably. Nah, it was a great game. Great game. A little different for Michigan, too, because they weren't playing at home. It was actually at uh, Little Caesars Arena, which is where the Pistons play, the Detroit Pistons. So a um, little bit different environment for them. Um, and then the last game of the night was Illinois. Oh, my gosh, I love Illinois. They're so good. I talked about Illinois so much during football season. Oh, man, people are going to think I'm an Illinois fan. Maybe I am. Maybe I am an Illinois fan. They were playing the Kangaroos from Kansas City. The University of Missouri Kangaroos, who are now 0-3. Um, Illinois blew them out. It was 86-48. to There were some highlights in this game that I tweeted out. They're going to be tough. Illinois is so tough. They're so good. Terrence, Terrence Shannon Jr. Am I saying his first name right? It just says T. Did I memorize that from last week? Now you know for sure I'm not a fan of Illinois, even though I am a fan. I am a fan of Terrence Shannon Jr. That is his name. I just double-clicked on it, or double-checked. I clicked on it and double-checked. Um, but he's really good. He had 14 points in that game. Illinois just got shooters. They have the new freshman, Sky Clark. They're going to be really, really tough to stop this year, um, and especially for if you're a kangaroo from Kentucky. Or from Kentucky. If you're a kangaroo from Kansas City, you're really going to have troubles with them, and they did on Friday night. All right, so that was the Friday night games. Let me click back here. Um, let's go to Saturday. What happened on Saturday? Talked about on the uh, 
football pod. I was going out like Saturday night. I didn't. Oh, I did watch this game a little bit. Uh, Rutgers, they beat UMass Lowell 73-65. I had to turn this game on because it was close at the end. I was like, oh, no. Is Rutgers going to blow this? Um, they didn't. They hung on. They won. Um, and they stayed undefeated. A lot, of, a lot of Big Ten teams still undefeated. I know it's early. But uh, good job for Rutgers. Rutgers looked a little bit better than I thought, too. Rutgers and um, Penn State are the two teams that I think looked way better than I was expecting. I'm going to talk about Penn State here in just a second. Um, There was no games on Sunday. And then yesterday, I want to start with the Penn State game. They were playing Butler. This was supposed to be a close game, and it was. Penn State actually jumped out... um, to a bigger lead towards the end of the game, but Butler was like just hanging, hanging, hanging around. And they pulled within, I think it was three at one point, but then they had to foul and they went down four. Um, So Butler could not mount the comeback against Penn State. Penn State, like, first of all, I thought they looked great. Jalen Pickett, this is, let me, let me tell the big story first. Jalen Pickett, he had the second ever triple double in Penn State history, which is crazy. First of all, triple doubles rarely happen in college basketball, anyways, because the game's shorter than the NBA and they're not as skilled. Um, and there's just not a lot of guys. It's usually the assists that you miss out on. Usually, guys aren't dishing it out, and if they are dishing it out and they're getting the points and the assists, they're not down uh, banging on the boards. But Jalen Pickett is—you're going to think I'm lying. As soon as I turned this game on in the first half, he popped off the screen to me. I was like, who's number 22, and how come I haven't talked about him yet this year? He looked amazing from the first time the ball touched his hands until the end of the game. I was watching what he was doing. Even when he was off ball, I was watching Jalen Pickett. He just jumps off the screen. He's he's charismatic, and he just looks – he's one of those guys where you're watching him play – and you're just like, I wish I could play like that. And you enjoy watching his game. Um, but congratulations to Jalen on the triple-double. That was awesome. That was fun to watch last night. He had 15-10 and uh, 11 assists. So good job to Jalen. And a good win for Penn State against Butler, who, like I talked about last week, was coached by Thad Mata and uh, Greg Oden. There was somebody else. My buddy texted me. Who else did he say was on staff? I'm going to have to scroll up a 1,000 because we've – Sent a million text messages since then. Who else did he say? We were talking about Penn State. I'm going to keep scrolling. I'm going to get to this, guys. John Diebler is also on staff at Butler. So uh, a lot of Ohio State action on that Butler sideline. But they lost, and uh, Penn State got the win. The other thing I was going to say about Penn State, what I noticed from this, uh, it was Monday night, okay, So I'm going to kind of reserve judgment here, but the Bryce Jordan Center for Penn State was like, I would say maybe 35 to 40% full. I wouldn't say that it was even half full. The fans that they did have there were pretty loud and they, they did a good job filling up the sections on the sidelines so that on TV, it didn't look like it was empty, but whenever they cut to someone shooting a free free throw Everything behind the baskets and like in the upper areas was absolutely desolate. There was nobody there. So I was I was surprised because that's not a big game. It's a non-conference game, but it's Butler. But I was surprised how empty it was. So we'll see uh, going forward. Another place I do want, I want to go to every Big Ten arena. So that's another place I want to go eventually. 
Um, I'm, I don't think I'm going. I don't think I'm going this year. But uh, Penn, I, I don't know. We'll see what happens when they play like somebody in conference, and it's a big game, and it's maybe like a Friday night or something like that. If they can fill it up a little bit better. Um, and then you had Illinois again yesterday. <laughs> My gosh, they're so unstoppable. Uh, I talked about Taryn Shannon last night. 30 points, 8 rebounds. Uh, they played Monmouth. Really bad Monmouth team. They were not good. Mon- Monmouth, they had one highlight. I wasn't watching the whole game because I was I was watching Penn State a little bit closer. And I was also flipping to Monday Night Football. But I did flip to the Illinois game a few times. And Monmouth had this dude from their team, like Skinny Boy. And he tried to dunk on somebody from Illinois. I don't know who it was. And he missed, but it, I was that was the highlight for Monmouth is that they missed a dunk um, because Illinois blew them out, 103 to 65. Illinois t- so good. Who are they? Let's see what, who they're playing. Oh, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, and then Minnesota, I tweeted that they were home underdogs. It was only one and a half, but I thought that they could pull out a win even without Jamison Battle. I thought they could pull out a win against DePaul, but they didn't. They were the second team. Only We've only got two losses in the Big Ten so far, and one of them was that Michigan State lost to Gonzaga. I barely even count that. And then Minnesota lost by uh, 16 to DePaul. Not going to talk. Garcia. Dawson Garcia is playing pretty good for Minnesota. I need to shout him out. Pretty good for uh, Minnesota. All right, tonight we got some big games again. Northwestern's going to Georgetown. Georgetown was on like a 25-game losing streak until they started their season this year. Um and Northwestern is traveling to Georgetown. That should be a fun game to watch. It starts in 30 minutes. So if you're listening to this, you, um, you might not hear this before this game starts. Um, Maryland is playing against Binghamton. I actually know somebody. The, one of the guys I was hanging out with this weekend went to Binghamton. So uh, good luck to Binghamton. Or no, no, not good luck to them. I want Maryland to win. Get out of here, Binghamton. Probably suck. Uh, they're 20 and a half point underdogs. All right, and then tipping off in about an hour. It's like 5 o'clock as I'm recording this. I I really wanted, by the way, I wanted to get this done earlier this morning. I just didn't get around to it. I apologize. Um, Michigan State is in Indianapolis. It's the Gamebridge Fieldhouse for, what was this called? The Champions Classic. That was good memory by me. Um, They're playing number four, Kentucky. Kentucky is missing their best player. I believe his name is Oscar Shibway. Pretty sure. I was listening to another pod today. They were talking about that. And uh, so they're missing their best player, but Tennessee is still favored by seven points. Um, So we'll see how Michigan State bounces back after that really close loss against Gonzaga. I will be watching most of this game. Michigan State has such fun matchups at the beginning of the year. It's hard not to watch them. Um, Purdue's playing Marquette. That's not a bad game. They're playing Marquette tonight at 7.30. I say all these times I'm saying, by the way, are central time zone um, for me. So uh, Purdue's playing Marquette at 7.30 tonight. Uh, they're on FS1. Don't know anything about Marquette, but Purdue's favored by eight and a half, or eight, not eight and a half, just eight. And uh, we'll see how Purdue does. I expect them to win that game, even though I know nothing about Marquette. I'm just going to go ahead and say they're definitely going to win. And then Wisconsin is playing Green Bay. I wonder if Aaron Rodgers is playing in that game. They've been pretty hot lately. I didn't know that Green Bay uh, played football or bas- football and basketball. That's weird. That is weird. We'll see how he does tonight. He he just played on Sunday. So they're bouncing back after that football game, and then they're going to play a basketball game 
at the uh, Kohl Center in, in Madison. Huh. Kind of a home game for both teams, though, really, you know. So we'll see how the Packers do against uh, the Badgers tonight at 8 o'clock. Or 9 o'clock if you're on the East Coast. All right, I'm going to skim through these games coming up uh, later this week because I'm going a little long already. I got excited about getting this new microphone, so I wanted to talk a little bit longer. Michigan's going to Pittsburgh tomorrow. I don't have a line on any of these games yet. I could probably look it up, but I'm not going to. I'm expecting Michigan to win, even though it's... uh, They're not... I'm sorry, they're not going to Pittsburgh. This is in New York. It's the Legends Classic. So depending on who they beat in this game will determine who they're playing in the following game, I believe. I don't think it's predetermined in that game. Man, I didn't do enough research today. I was busy today, guys. Um, Ohio State's playing Eastern or East Illinois. East Illinois. Let's pop them open real quick. The Eastern. I was right. Eastern Illinois Panthers. Um, they're going to win that game. Ohio State will be fine in that game. That's tomorrow night. And then I was going to Seton Hall. Seton Hall usually has a pretty good team. So uh, we'll see what that game looks like tomorrow. I'll probably, out of those three games, probably be watching that Iowa game closest because I think that'll be the closest game tomorrow. And then Thursday... Let's see what we got on Thursday. Furman is going to Penn State. We'll see if uh, Jalen Pickett can put up another triple-double. What if they only had one in their history and then they had a kid that did it back-to-back games in the same week? That's what I'm cheering for. If I could bet on that, I would. Odds are probably super long because they've only had one in the history of their program until this past game. <coughs> Excuse me. And if they got another one, that game tips off at 1030 Thursday, wake up early, folks. I hope you guys don't have to work. Man, no one's going to be there. What is going on with that? 11.30, I guess, on the East Coast where they're actually playing. They're playing in Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, Looks like it's the Charleston Classic. Everyone's been talking about that, the Charleston Classic. 10.30 a.m. for me. What? I'll watch it. Why not? I'm going to watch it. We'll see what's going on there. Uh, also on Thursday night, Nebraska is going to St. John's probably going to lose. I'm not high on Nebraska. I don't think they're going to be great. I haven't watched them a ton. I think this is only their second game, isn't it? Let me double check on that. For some reason, oh no, they played two already. Who else did they play? Did I miss it? I feel like I didn't talk about their other game yet. I know I talked about their first game. I thought they were going to lose their first game. Nebraska, Omaha. I don't feel like I ever talked about that, but that's okay. Um, and then the last game is Central Michigan going to Minnesota. Uh, Central Michigan's not bad some years. Some years they got some good teams. So we'll see how they do. Um, I don't think battle's going to be bad. It's the third time I said it, so we'll see if they can pull out a win. I think they'll be fine, though, against Central Michigan. I will be back on Friday, possibly morning. We will see. I said that last time about this episode, so we'll see. But I will definitely put out an episode before the Friday games tip off. There's one at 4 p.m. for me, so I'm going to have to get it done sometime in the morning mid-afternoon um but i'll see you guys again on friday thank you so much for listening i got a couple podcast shout outs i'm gonna do real quick the star legend the star legend 19 he is a michigan state fan he will be watching the game tonight and while he's watching that game he's gonna get a notification on his phone and it's gonna say casual big 10 just tagged you in a tweet and he's gonna go why and he's gonna click on it and see that it's a podcast episode And maybe, just maybe, if we're lucky enough, folks, the Star Legend 19 
will listen to this episode. Thank you for following along, Distar Legend. Also had a guy named uh, Glenn Southland who liked one of my tweets. Appreciate you following Casual Big Ten. You'll get tagged in this episode as well. I believe he is a... I don't actually... I've scrolled through his page. I couldn't figure out... It looks like he's from Michigan, so I'm going to guess he... I'm just going to say... I shouldn't say, but he's probably a Michigan State or Michigan fan, I'm guessing, because he had some Michigan postings in there. Uh, but I don't know who, he's, who he cheers for. Glenn, when you hear this, if you hear this, could you tweet back at me and let me know who you're a fan of so that when they're on TV, I can cheer with you at the same time? I would much appreciate that. And then the last shout-out is a guy named AP James underscore NP. AP James AP James underscore NP clicked on his profile. He hosts a podcast, never listened to it, but he follows our uh, casual big 10 account and he's going to get tagged in my podcast. And here's what I'm going to do for JP or AP, AP NP James. Um, sorry. There's a lot of P's in there. This guy's pushing P for sure. Um, I'm going to listen to one of his episodes, at least one. And if I like it, I'm going to keep listening to it. He hosts a podcast called, I went to, where was it at? Let me go to his thing real quick. I want to give him a proper shout out. J, why do I keep saying JP? It's AP, James, that's why. This is AP, James, so I'm saying A, A, what am I saying? I don't know. All right, his podcast is called uh, The Nittany Pod. So he is a Penn State fan, I'm assuming, or he just likes talking about them. Um, I'm going to give it a listen tonight while I'm watching the games, AP. And uh, once again, you'll be tagged in this episode, and hopefully you enjoy this podcast as much as you enjoy your own. Maybe even more. Probably less, though, I'm guessing. Um, But thanks for following along, AP, James, underscore, NP. Appreciate it. Everybody that's been following Casual Big Ten, thank you so much. Hope you've been enjoying the episodes. I'll be back on Thursday with the football episode, Friday with another basketball episode, and hopefully... Everything will upload correctly on Spotify like it has been, but until Thursday, uh, we will see you guys next time.